This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we are live from San Francisco Sketchfest to talk about swears with comedian Eliza Skinner. Plus, Biz is disappointed again by TV, and Teresa is a piss-poor planner. Woo! Teresa! Yes! Hello! Hi! How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I never believe her. <laughs> this is exactly how I look in the video. Can I, can I say I made it? Yes, you can. Yeah. Yay. Um, I, I elected to bring my baby with me again on this trip. <laughs> can um, I, just wait? I just do feel like we need to say that the last time we were in San Francisco, uh, Teresa also made it, which was very good. But she had like, what was it, like six-week-old baby? Like how, he how? Was, I think he was eight or ten eight weeks. Or ten he weeks. was like two months old. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't supposed to be in the bar. He was in the back. Yeah. Like, I mean, it like, was a secret that he was there. It was a secret. We weren't allowed to say that yeah. he was there. Like we were, yeah. It was like, so yeah. you made it. So I just feel like San Francisco is like sort of symbolized by Teresa making it here. Yes. And I, yes. Really well, and actually, pleased. all of his air travel has been One Bad Mother tour related <laughs> so far in his life. <laughs> Um, so we're getting pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason for this trip, I just, I, I I did not like plan this trip at all. Like (laughs) to like, I, I, I picked the flights, but I didn't really like think through the flights at all. I just like picked from the list that like the Sketchfest people sent me. I was like, I guess this one will give me enough time to... But I didn't take into account the fact that I was thinking, oh, I'll stay in Marin with my family. Like my family lives in Marin, as some of you know. And, you know, my family will take care of my baby. And I just kind of left it at that, like in my head, guys, like in my head. I was like, I picked some flights and I was like, I'll stay in Marin. All done. All done. All done. And then like as as this weekend approached, I started to realize like, okay, I need to like specifically ask a person <laughs> to watch my child. Like I need to figure out who that's gonna be. I need to, um, and then I realized like, oh, like I, I have to get here before one o'clock. Yeah. So like, I can't just find a sitter during the show. Like right. we need time to plan the show. I also realized like, Marin is not convenient when you fly into Oakland and you're doing a show in San Francisco. Like, I grew up in the Bay Area, you guys. I know where everything is, and yet I still thought that this yeah. made sense. So, and then traveling, I just obviously didn't set aside time for myself to pack oh, like, in an yeah. organized way. So no. it was like shoving stuff in bags and then leaving the baby this morning. You know, which stuff do I leave there and which stuff do I take with me? And then when I reconvene with him, we're going to be getting on a plane and you yeah. need like the stuff with you for the baby on the flight. And, the oh, s- uh. and it's all just like mushed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah, no, it's not. It's oh. not good. Teresa actually texted me. She's like, all right, I'm on my way to the theater. And then like, yeah, <laughs> then like 10 minutes later, I have the car seat. I'm not supposed to have the car seat. Yeah. Uh, I'll be there 15 minutes yeah. after that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But thank you. I totally forgot that. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. That you're totally welcome. Happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, here I am. Yay. Uh, it's great. I'm so glad it's you're great. here. That's it. Yeah. Thanks.
if it makes you feel any better, I also did not okay. plan very well. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this is like my new thing with any sort of travel. Like I just been like, oh, I have this trip and it's going to be in a couple of months and that's great. I've got lots of time. And then like you, it's like, it's the day before and I have nothing. There's yeah. nothing here. Yeah. I don't know where my flights are, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. When I am traveling, what I like to do, Teresa and I apparently are different people. We've been talking about traveling and she's like, well, let's get an Airbnb. And I'm like, I want to be in a hotel, very quiet and alone. She's like, I want to be away from you. I want to be away from all people, yeah. all people. I'm going to sit. No noise. Um, and, and watch garbage on television because I don't get to watch garbage on television. And garbage for me is like uh, HGTV all day. Uh, and I, so that's what I was doing. Uh, so I had the HGTV on. And uh, these commercials are coming up. And I don't watch a lot of commercials at home because usually I'm not really watching anything. And if I am, it's on like, you know, the Roku or Netflix or something. So commercial free. And uh, suddenly these commercials are coming on. And there were like these portrayals I, it took me a while to even realize that the, the women in them were supposed to be, like, moms. And I was, <laughs> they were, there's, like, a Swiffer one where the woman, like, the kids are running around, like, a dog is suddenly in the house, and, like, it's all very fun. Uh, and she's Swiffering, and it's daytime. It's, well, not only does she look great, which is fine. You're, you're totally welcome to look great in the middle of the day Swiffering. But she had on three-and-a-half-inch heels. Yeah. She was, like... Full on, it's the middle yeah. of the day. She's been home yeah. for a while. She didn't like just walk in from work. She's like home. She's like washing her hands. Yeah. And now she's gonna, there's a dog and, and like, and she heels. She prefers heels. She prefers it's more comfortable nude for her heels. To clean yeah. Nude heels. To yeah. Clean, yeah, to clean and nude yeah. heels. And I was just like, that is really taking me out of this commercial sweeper. Yeah. And then there was. <laughs> There was another one where it's like the dad and the son are both on their devices and they're like, yeah, it would really be great to have pizza. And like the mom like suddenly is just like, and they're like, I'm doing a face for anybody who's not yeah. listening. I'm like, I've got pizzas in my hand face. And she like, <laughs> she like, plus these two, because now you can get like these two pizzas at Pizza Hut. And they're like, yeah, we won't look at devices. It's pizza. And it's not like, that's not even, that wasn't like even the thing that got me. She looked like so... Good. She had on like signature jewelry. She had on like a lovely sweater. And I mean, again, she could have just gotten back home from work, but when it's like pizza night yeah. in our house, it is definitely me looking like I'm in sweatpants already. Yeah. If it's pizza night, for sure. Yeah. Like already, even if I've just come in from doing something, I'm like, gooshy pants. And, uh, and like everybody, I don't even pull the kids off the device for pizza night. I'm like, I'm going to sit here and have a slice of pizza before I let anybody know. But like, <laughs> Everybody, every, I do, I just like, it's okay, you have five minutes, five minute warning. Mm, yum. Basically, I was very disappointed. Uh, it just did not seem right. And speaking of things that don't seem right, we are going to talk today about children and swears. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Except when it does. Except when it does. Yeah. Uh, I, I do sometimes think I about know, that. Every I'm time like, I hear oh, that, I'm like, maybe. yeah. Do maybe. we need? Do we need to like really say that again? Like, <laughs> like really remind like ourselves. Really say. Maybe yeah. it's not. Yeah. Swearing. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. 
and do not think that I don't uh, know that we make a living off of swearing in a small booth. Right. But it's private. So we're going to, but like when I'm talking to my kids about swearing, I'm like, this is going to be difficult to explain one day. Like, like today, like now that my child's older. But before we get into swears, I want us to bring up uh, our guest who's going to be joining us to do talking about swears today. So uh, please welcome LA-based comedian, actor, and writer Eliza Skinner. She is most recently... Most recently, she's worked as a staff writer at Funny or Die and was a correspondent on FX's Totally Biased with W. Kamau Bell. Uh, she's performed all over the world, including South by Southwest, the New York Comedy Festival, and the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, she has a brand new podcast launching next week called Cool Playlist, which, in fact, it is a very cool play cla- playlist <laughs> and podcast. Once again, welcome, Eliza. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I need to update my bio. <laughs> um, <laughs> I realize- most, most recently, I'm actually the head writer of Drop the Mic on oh TBS. Oh my gosh, that's great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, somebody we should so, have more updated You know, about. kids love celebrity rap battles. <laughs> <laughs> that's their favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into swearing, we're going to ask uh, you, uh, oh, who fuck. lives what? in your what? house? <laughs> who the fuck lives in your house? <laughs> Presently, hopefully no one, because I'm here. No, it's me and a too large cat. Yes. It's just one cat. I know. What, what a stereotype. <laughs> but he's way too big and takes What's a lot of space. What's your cat's name? Casper. Of course it is. Is he white? No, he's <laughs> black. We had a white cat named Casper. It came with the name. So. No, he's Casper the friendly cat. When I first got him, he would hide all the time. I would come home and he would be hiding. And then I would be like, hey, where are you? Hey, Casper. And like look under the bed or wherever. And he'd be like, oh, it's you. And come out and be incredibly friendly to the point of being very annoying. <laughs> so it was like he was like a ghost, but a friendly ghost. Oh, very nice. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all right, swearing. Not that I'm going to... I could totally derail into talking about cats and swearing, but I'm not going to. So we're going to just go right... I, I do swear in front of him. Do you swear yes. in front of him? Oh, All right, that's okay. good. Yeah. Yeah, my, my cat in my 20s, Louise, if she could have talked, she would have suddenly sounded like this. <laughs> she would have been like, let's just go fucking go somewhere, biz. And I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's grab our pack of cigarettes and hit the road, Louise. City cat. Yeah, I wasn't healthy back then. And neither was she. So there you go. We were a pair. Swearing. This is what I want to talk about first. I want to... Uh, like, I, like, like I like to do, I want to go back to our youth. And I want to ask you guys, what were, we'll start with you, Eliza. Uh, did, your, did your parents swear? Was there swearing in your house? Yes, but my dad is British. Oh, so it was okay. Well, his swears aren't American swears. Yeah. yeah. So, it, so they, of course, they did the thing where like, oh, kid swearing, that's cute. Um, <laughs> but when I would swear like he did it it was nobody noticed yeah it was just I was a very affected child (laughs) um and I don't remember my I don't remember my mom swearing much though Teresa your parents seem like the kind that swear I'm just kidding (laughs) I don't well first let me tell you they're here (laughs) (laughs) they're filthy filthy sailor mouths I can see it in how you are in front of me it's obvious every day I sit with you yeah I don't there wasn't very much. We didn't. There wasn't a lot of swearing, except for like if somebody got really upset, then mm. like, well, sorry, mom, it's totally gonna fall on you. But um, <laughs> like, if if my mom got really upset, then she would try really hard not to swear. 
But then she would be swearing and right. she would usually go off into a room and slam the door and I could hear her swearing behind the door. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Mine did not swear. I mean, I don't remember them swearing. Yeah. Right. My dad, I don't think I ever heard my father swear. And they weren't like, again, we weren't like in a house where they were like, swearing is the devil's work or anything. Just no one did it. Maybe they did. I don't know what my parents were thinking about why they didn't swear. But my mother would, my mother would do the same thing. It was especially when she would go to the top of the stairs and all of our laundry wouldn't be in the laundry basket. And then no matter where you were in the house, you could hear her sigh. And then that sigh was followed with, God damn. Because <laughs> we were also Catholic and she'd be like, we don't say God. I mean, we, we don't say Jesus Christ. We say God damn. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but okay. Mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, but she, yeah, it was interesting. Okay. But she would also have these, like, uh, the, she would say, instead of swearing, especially in the car driving, she would say, Jiminy Crickets. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that was like her thing, which of course, yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk some about if you say it enough, does it become a bad word? Yeah. Uh, Jiminy Crickets was not something I ever wanted to say publicly. Yeah. Were there things like that? I mean, did you oh, yeah. like have like, Eliza, yeah. did you, were there? Oh yeah, well, I mean, I- when I was a kid, like when I would get mad at somebody, I, one of the options of the the thing to call somebody yeah. in great anger was silly Billy. And, um, <laughs> that's the S word. Yeah. Well, it, and I remember uh, being eventually being told by I, either my mom or dad that yeah, that's not actually that's not actually a swear. And I and my attitude hearing that was sort of like okay, so it's not going to offend you to hear that because I'm going to need to say it. <laughs> Because this dude is a fucking silly (laughs) Billy. What about you? Did you you, you remember? Uh, I remember, like, I wasn't supposed to say frick. Fricking frick was like a... (laughs) Even though that was, like, obviously, like, a substitute for something else. It was still... Still, you wouldn't... I wouldn't... No. Frick, frick, frickin' Not okay. Frick. I remember yeah. there was like this res- there was this restaurant, Fuddpuckers. Yeah. Right? And it was like always so exciting to go to the beach in the south. And we'd be like, oh, the t-shirt says you've never been pucked till you've been fudpucked. And we were like, oh. I can never wear this shirt to school. Which is not true. Uh, public school in Alabama, you could totally wear that shirt. Oh, uh, that was not a big deal. You and uh, never mind. Uh, I'm not gonna go there. All right. Were there punishments? What were the like rules and punishments? I mean, did like anybody have a conversation with you, or did, was was it just sort of like one of those things where suddenly you started swearing and they were like, "Ah, you soper!" Like, what? I mean, like mine. I have this vague memory of there needing to like to pay my mother money if I said something, mm. right? Like to be like a nickel. That was when we were older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were a little older, there might have been like a money exchange a, or like a jar in the house. You the had to swear put jar. In. The yeah, swear the jar. swear jar. I think we may have done that. I'm at not some sure point. that it was effective. Stick. Yeah, at all. Yeah, because it's like you have to really like follow as a as a parent. Mm. The laziness of which, in which I would follow up on that. Oh, I'd be yeah. like, you're gonna owe me five cents, and yeah. Katie Bell would be like, I need five cents, and I'd be right. like, just fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Go watch television. I'm going to order some pizzas. Did, did, Eliza, did you? Um, yeah, I don't remember ever getting punished for any of that, yeah. even like as a, as a teenager, but I just remember my mother being very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eliza, do you need to speak? Like, oh, oh, but the language. Uh, oh, come on. No. I'm like, I'm sorry, this motherfucker is a silly Billy. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I know. Yeah. There's some pride in using it correctly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, no, I, th- this just brings to mind, I definitely remember coming home from, there was a, ch- I went to San Francisco School of the Arts, and there was like a, 
perform a student performance one night that I went to with my parents, and the student performance had just like tons of swearing and yeah, vulgarity. Student in performance, it. yeah, there better be swears. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like on the way home, you know, my mom expressed like disappointment that like it had to have like the extent of that. Sure. And I was so pissed at her for that. <laughs> like I, I totally like used that moment to like pick a fight like no this is art and this is like people are expressing themselves and like we had a huge fight about it on the way home <laughs> I love it I love that's just like I can't like the teen years that are going to be approaching yeah. soon there's going to be so much of that like it's my art mother yeah. and I'm really looking forward to that yeah. because I mean there was definitely yeah. as like a theater kid and like as a you know funny kid or whatever it was like wherever I could like work it in to like get away with it like, that's what I would do. All right. Kids swearing. Oh, actually, actually, I want to ask this. Where do you think you learned most of your swears? Where do you think you learned it? School movies. Yeah? Yeah. I saw a lot of movies too early. Oh, yeah. You know, like, my, like I remember when I was in, I don't know, like, fourth grade, maybe. My mom was, I had a friend over, a Mormon friend, to spend the night. And my mom was like, yeah, I'll pick up a video for you guys, a fun movie. Oh, I remember Risky Business. I like that. Whatever. Watch that. And that friend was never allowed to come over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And while I was watching it the whole time, I was like, is this a fever dream? Is th- I can't believe I'm seeing this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like other, like, usually funny movies, but they yeah. would have some sort of swearing and I'd be like, Funny plus a swear, that's going to be my career. (laughs) I feel like I definitely learned at school. And I remember being in about second grade and a group of like three or four girlfriends and I had like a swears club. Oh, yeah. And we swear circle. Yeah. And we and like at recess and we didn't want anyone to know that we even had the club. It was like a secret that we even had the club and we would go and we wouldn't even we would just we would stand around and just like whisper shit fuck <laughs> like <laughs> and sometimes and sometimes we wouldn't even like say like depending on who was around we wouldn't even like say the word yeah. we would just like mouth the word to each other like, you know, like <laughs> That's the most amazing and thing. And I think I somebody think found out about oh, yeah. it. And then they were going to tell, tell a teacher. Yeah. And we were terrified. Oh, you guys, they're out there in their Wiccan swear circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send that kid to an art college, art high school. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, I guess it was, I don't remember like, here, I mean, they just like suddenly were there, you know? And yeah. like, I definitely remember the movie thing. I remember like going over to Leslie Grimes' house, probably third or fourth grade, and like, yeah, they just put in Beverly Hills Cop. And I was like, yeah, this is a really great movie. But I do remember being like, there are a lot of swears in this. I'm going to keep my mouth shut about it. But like when Katie Bell was four, we, I was like, oh, let me see, put in, or maybe five. I put in Men in Black because I was like, oh, I bet she'd like, that's a funny movie. It's very funny. And there's like aliens and like Will Smith. I love, I could watch him for like hours. And then like, we're like two minutes in and I'm like, I forgot this movie is just all swears. Mm. There's so many swears in this movie. And I'm sure that's like what it was with like our parents yep. like putting stuff in. We're like, that's nice. Cause like, you, I just you, remember you enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You're enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember you would pick up like the exact phrasing of the swear from movies. Yeah. Too. Like, like fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That, that was the, that's the accepted swear we all yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, that's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> 
It must be right. Yeah. (laughs) As a younger kid, also, like, with the circle thing, I I also feel like there are two levels to the swears. Mm. Like, first you learn the word, and you're like, oh, I've got this power in my mouth. Yeah. And then someone finds out what the word means. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and they're like, do you know what that one means? And everybody's like, yes, no, what? (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to say, from this side of third grade, with Katie Bell, who's in third grade, it is third grade. That is where it has fully entered the the playground and the schoolyard. Like, and we're gonna I want to talk about it more later, but I just have to say, it's so great to walk by. I'll be coming down like uh, like a ramp to get around to our classroom, and like some of like her friends, the kids are outside getting their backpacks off the hook outside school, and I, outside California, and I hear this one kid who I like so much go. Bitch. But he's like not using it like anywhere. He's just like saying it out loud. There's like, he's not saying it to anyone. Like it's just like two people, just like that. There's like having this kind of conversation. And like it's just this word coming out. And I'm like, I'm like, that's like one of the words that actually is actually on my list of like, oh, like that's I really don't like to. I really try to avoid using that word altogether yeah. because of its connotations. But like in yeah, how you we wanted to it. use an, an empowered cunt. Yeah, I would yeah. Yeah. much more of a, I'm much more of a, not a cunt woman either, but like, no, I'm a fuck lady all day long. But they, um, I heard that. All right. But I want to go back, I want to circle back to the beginning of like kids using stuff. And like, I, I want to say that like before, there's definitely a before I had kids moment, I think kids swearing is one of the funniest things. I can watch, like, there was this, like, Will Ferrell video that was, like, a million years ago. It definitely came out before I had kids, or maybe I just The had Landlord? S- yeah, The Landlord. The Landlord. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was it, the, like, it launched Funny or Die. Yeah, it, it did was, launch. Yeah, it was. That was back when everybody used to watch the same video online. Yeah. Like, you would share the, vi- the every, everybody video. Everybody would be like, of course, yeah, that was, that's the miniseries of the week. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that was like, I just had Katie Bell, so any video involving a child doing something crazy got sent to me right away. But have you seen this baby? You've got a baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's called The Landlord. I was like, oh, God. Um, there, uh, there's The Landlord, and it's like, I don't know how old that kid was, like three, four, five, somewhere in there, too young to be swearing. And he's just walking around, get the fuck out of my fucking apartment. And like all this shit. And like, like Will Ferrell and those guys are standing there like being yelled at by this kid. And it is funny. It's yeah. very funny. And I thought, good job to those parents letting that kid do that. That's like, I really was. I was like, yeah, I hope my kid gets to be in a movie one day where they get to swear. That's going to be great. Now, I have kids, and I will say, it feels less cute. Now, coming, coming from my kids, and especially because they don't use it well, and I don't want to sit down and write them a script. So, I'm just like, I don't have time for that. I'm not, I'm not, like, as, I'm not like I once was. We're not making a funny video today, Katie Bell. So, yeah, I, that's definitely on the other side. I mean, like, Eliza, yeah. tell us hmm? from the world of cats. It's dope. Is it still funny? No, I don't know. No, it, it's th- actually never been a thing that I, that, that, that I that find you really funny. Yeah, I mean, like, as a writer, um, yeah. I feel like it's lazy writing. Well, people yeah, do yeah, that. sure, when, I can when, totally see that. Anytime I see a movie with a kid who's like, hey, dick weasel, you're like, yeah. oh, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's you could have written an actual joke there instead. So yeah, it's not. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I, I like people to know what they mean when they're swearing, and yeah. kids don't. I mean, even if they think they do, they don't have the life experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, like even 
even what you were talking about with the with the kids outside, when a kid says a word like that and they don't really know, they're yeah. like they're it's they're, it's a verbal way to like fire a gun in the air. Yeah. They're like, Yeah, what what does this do? I've got power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well that's exciting, but you know, do some target practice, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Get cutting with your swears. I know. All right. This, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just go to this right now. I was going to save this for a little later, but I feel like I, I need to share with you guys what I've been talking about with Katie Bell. So, uh, because I don't know if this is the right thing to do or not. But Katie Bell, being who she is, uh, she, she really likes information, and she's always been a kid who could handle information. We've had, as you all know, very detailed conversations about everything. And I'm, you know, not just like the sex talk, but like we've had conversations about race and inequality. I mean, like, and, and like really complex discussions that, you know, she's still processed. I mean, she's not like, great, I'm now an expert and can lead a seminar on it. But like, we keep coming back to it and working on it. And uh, suddenly the swearing came up. And, you know, she's a kid who's like, hey, uh, they're, they're saying, you know, swear words at school. And I was like, all right. You know, I mean, she'd always, I'd already done the thing that like every, a lot of kids do where they come home when they're five and they're like, I heard the S word today. And you're like, oh, what was it? Stupid. And you're like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, that's bad, bad word. Sure, it's bad. But she's like, she'll come up and she'll be, she'll be like, uh, so-and-so and so-and-so were giving the middle finger. <laughs> and, uh, and the middle finger, and like, she wants to talk about it. So I just, with her, I decided, all right, Katie Bill, I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm going to tell you what each one of these things are and what they mean. You just ask me a word that you've heard, and I'm going to tell you about it. And uh, so we've done, we've done fuck, uh, and she said the F word. And I said, all right, what that word is. And we're usually driving, which is my favorite time to have hard conversations with Katie Bell. I'm like, we're not going to look eye to eye. Um, and this is a good time to get uncomfortable things out of the way without us knowing about it. And if all else fails, radio. Um, <laughs> Uh, you'll never learn the swears there. Uh, anyway, so I said, my, I started it with, because you were touching on this some with like language and writing. I, I agree, lazy is, I, I hate things that are, are lazy. And I said, first of all, I just want you to know that your father and I don't tend to think that there are any bad words, okay? Uh, we, I mean, all language, all words have meaning to different people. So you have to understand that uh, there's lots of language we don't use because in our society it's really offensive to someone or hurtful or harmful. That doesn't mean there aren't words that aren't harmful. They, they are some very hurtful, harmful words. But I, 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 it's sort of like the whole concept of banning, which is a whole different direction. But I, I, I'm, I was basically kind of working on the swear words at this point in time. And I said, so the reason they're called bad words is because they're just not appropriate for us to use in conference. You wouldn't go to a job interview. You wouldn't say these words to your teacher. Uh, it's not good to say it to an adult. And our society really, really thinks it's not okay for kids to say it, okay? Because they have so much meaning and so much language. So, it, you know, if you say it as a kid, uh, it just... It makes, it makes people feel bad. So I'm going to share these words with you, and I'll talk to you about them, but we just can't go out using them. And then I followed that up with, now whatever you do with your circle of friends is totally up to you. <laughs> because, I mean, that's like where she should be using them. I was like, I mean, you should be going with your friends and standing in a circle and being, shit. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, but that's also such a way of you to, like, preserve your own power, where you're like, I know she's gonna do this, do this. so I'm gonna say, it's go fine. ahead. I know. <laughs> I feel like there's totally this balance of, like, this could work pretty well, but this is never gonna work with Ellis. 
Ellis is like a repeater the moment he hears that he's going to be like, shit, fuck, shit. Um, so, and I also said to her, like, we're going to have these conversations, but don't use these around your brother and don't ask in front of your brother. But like, my favorite was when she's talking about the bird, I mean, the finger, and she keeps going on and on and on about the finger and how they're using the finger and like, so-and-so, uh, they had their hands on the desk and it was turned upside down and they were giving it. And I finally just was like, all right. They're not giving you the bird when they do that, Katie Bell. What they're doing, when you do that, it has two connotations. Uh, one is, uh, fuck you, is what you're saying, which is basically telling somebody that you hate them. And the other meaning of it, from what I remember growing up, was go to hell. Okay, these were the two things that were associated with the bird uh, that I knew. But again, like these things, I, don't know, you I only knew it as fuck you. Well, yeah, see, I was like, go to hell. Yeah. Anyway, so either way, Katie Bell, it's not any symbol, but it has to be used correctly. It has to be like this. This is not it. This is not it. If you are going to give the... They're not giving you the bird. And there's like this silence from the back seat. And she says, Mama, what is the bird? <laughs> I could not... I was like... Uh, well, you're welcome, third grade. Uh, that's what they call the finger. They also call it the bird. You can introduce it this way. Oops. But I realized that like half the time I'm trying to explain stuff to her, it's totally out of context with how you use it. But I want to get back to this thing of use. You're all welcome. I do not recommend sharing that with your kids like that. But... <laughs> There is something about understanding and language. It's like the, the bad word, stupid. And you're like, well, it's not really a bad word. And I, here's my next question to you guys is, you know, uh, if we replace the, the bad words with the Jiminy Crickets or I say sack of garbage a lot at home and Ellis is like, sack of garbage! Um, <laughs> or, you know, like darn it is for damn it and like frick is for, you know, like all that stuff. You know, is it fair to, like, make the kids stop? I mean, or adults? I mean, you're still using it in the context of saying something negative. So, I, again, in my head, I always overthink these things with, like, well, why the fuck shouldn't she? I mean, why are these bad words? Like, why is it, you know? And but so, that's, but I, I, think that, that, I think that's the perfect way to do that, give them something else. Because basically, to me, all these swear words are ways of saying, I am so angry about this that I am willing to violate our, uh, our, our, our cultural societal rule that we have, that this is a word we don't say. So I'm so mad, I'm going to fucking say it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kids still get really mad and they need to have ways to practice that. So you're kind of giving them like nerf versions of right, it so they can the still say, look, I'm really kid mad. Yeah. yeah. But the rest of the world isn't going to be like, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're a messed up kid or like whatever. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're, I think you're giving them a tool to express their emotions and that's good. I think that's so right. And I think like part of why, um, like you might be jumbled about that and I yeah. I am too is that like I think um we were catholic <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe but no it's just interesting to hear your perspective on it yeah. Eliza because like I think for me like in in my house like the the two like things that that you could use as examples are like Grace ha Grace knows that it's okay to say gosh darn it but like she also knows it's not okay to say god damn it but she has also <laughs> but she has also said both of them but if I, but when other people hear her say either of those things, I feel as a parent a similar level of guilt because I think what it does is it kind of reveals like, oh, she's heard someone get really mad and say those things. Mm -hmm. 
which like yeah, I mean whatever obviously parents get mad and kids hear their parents get mad but like I think it's interesting that there's like for me because she's my kid and I'm like thinking about like you know um, how she represents me out in the world that, that right like if that, she's yes. demonstrating like if she's like kind of play acting like somebody getting really mad even if they're saying gosh darn it it's a little bit like oh god you're just repeating well, something but that this you've- is this goes right into what we were talking about last week where and we've talked about in the past the whole reflection back on you and like what's the importance of that and how you know last week we were talking about like um uh, birth order and we were talking about how our first kids uh, there was a lot more weight on on that reflection of like how there's yeah. and then by like the second or third kid you're like I don't know, like, if, if Curtis suddenly was like, where's the fucking milk, mom? Like, what do we be? Like, you know, you had talked about how as uh, you have more kids, the reflection felt differently. Yeah. Um, and so, again, is there something about, like, if I see the first one I made, <laughs> like, say, mm-hmm. that the first one, the old, the first one out the door, mm-hmm. right, out to the world representing our family, doing that, uh, do I, am I placing a different weight on that? Uh, than I should, because I think a lot of it is about how does that reflect back on us? It's the same thing, swear or not swears. Everybody's had that moment where you feel like you're a really great parent because you hear your kid like saying something to like another kid that you've said that's really sweet and kind, where it's like so nice. And then you hear your kid another day being like, just go to sleep already, or whatever, to like the baby, and you're like... Okay, they definitely learned that from me. Am I, you know, and like, and you can see like how long you've been a parent to like how like when your patience died yeah. is like when your kids start saying like really shitty things to each other <laughs> or to other people. Um, and so I mean, swear words or not, like there's that moment you're like, oh my god, do I sound like that in front of my kids? Like, is that what they're taking away? And I think for me. The swear word sort of triggers that for me of like, it's back to what your mom would say, like that's, my mother would say the same sort of thing, that like, it doesn't represent you well, it doesn't, it's sort of like my mom's version of you're being lazy, you're being a lazy writer, you know what I mean? Like, this is what you're putting out to the world. Well, but, and I also would have to wonder, when we're, we're talking about mothers and daughters, and we're talking about yeah. women in the world, yeah, sure. and how we're supposed to hang, handle is, and express yeah. our anger, which is very complicated and has been, uh, I think, like stunted. Yeah. And it's it, you know, and you, I think you guys have an especially challenging job of how do you equip them and and help them figure out their emotions, but also navigate within this world, like yeah. how you know, because yeah. you want to be like, yeah. or I, I imagine you wanted to be like, do what what be who you need to be, do whatever you want to be, but you know yeah. that like, okay, you're gonna be running into a lot of people who have a different set of standards, and how do you communicate with them and navigate all of that? And what that signals, it goes back to the whole, you wear whatever the fuck you want to wear, mm-hmm. and then simultaneously, but I then can't control how the world places something on you based on what you wear, and that's a horrible. That's another 2 a.m. keeper upper. Uh, But, like, the same thing is that, like, but the swear words as well, you're saying something about yourself, and even if you're okay with saying, projecting that image, somebody else could totally take that. And we haven't even talked about, like, this is definitely another one of those ones where uh, I think dads can get the shit end of the stick by just assuming that they're totally cool with it. You know what I mean? Like, well, you can always go out and swear with dad. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... um, There's also, uh, I also uh, have a friend who struggles a lot with 
Uh, she's really working on one, you know, uh, way to handle this, and her partner deals with it in a totally different way. It's another one of those ones where whatever, however you were raised, it, I don't think we ever had the conversation of what are we going to do about swears in our house? You know what I mean? Like before we had kids. And then they come up, and Stefan's like, you were teaching Katie Bell uh, what the word fuck means? <laughs> I mean, guys, I was not, like, going to in, like, incredibly horrible detail. I was just giving the basic generic. Um, but, like, yeah, no, there's a lot of weight to this. It was I, also the sex talk It the was also the time. sex at the same time. I was like, a little of this action. And nice girls sit like this. The lady girls sit like this. The girls that sit like this get this like that. You're done. You're welcome. Uh, no one will know what that means on the podcast. Um, Oh, they know. They know. (laughs) They know. You guys, you remember. And again, you're welcome, Katie Bell's third grade class. I'll be teaching Katie Bell that next week. Um, I want to circle back on importance of language again, in particular with swears, because I I do think we definitely use them on the show uh, to emphasize things. And I think there's also uh, one of the reasons we sort of do it or it's become part of it is... Again, what is the job of parent? It's definitely not to swear. So you've got to stifle, 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 stifle uh, all day, and then you need this place to release it that's not in front of your kids. Um, Whatever you're stifling, in this case, that is being symbolized by the swears. Mm -hmm. Um, But you and I, Teresa, were talking briefly before the show, and there are very few words uh, other than swears that can have so many different meanings. Like, you get anger is definitely something, but, like, when you're really happy, fuck yeah. When you're really sad, this is the fucking worst. When you're, you know what I mean? And, and you can do that with any words. And, like, um, I started to have a conversation. We were literally having the discussion with Katie Bell, and a woman uh, in a car in front of us had, like, a decal in her window that said, you know, something like, I'm a bad bitch or whatever. And I was like trying to explain to Katie Bell that like this word, that that word in particular is one that can be really used to like, just be so negative towards women, right? Um, and and uh, it's, it's like the, it always bothers me, it's the only word that's allowed on television. You can say bitch on any television show, any time of day, but you can't say shit. And it just blows my fucking mind. So I, you know, I'm trying to explain to her like the, the feminist weight of that word and then also say, because I've got friends who've, like, used that word in a celebratory way and, like, trying to explain people wanting to take power for themselves with a word that can also be used in a negative way is a really tricky balance. And, I, like, one of the things I was trying to emphasize to her was these words have such a history and such a weight and it takes such a long time to, sometimes all the way until you're in your mid-40s to realize what the connotations are for different people. It's better just to not use them right now, Katie Bell. But like, there's so much more to those words than say water bottle. You know what I mean? Like no one's out being like, banana. I'm so happy, bananas. Um, I don't know, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I'm like, I do, again, I'm back in this place where I'm like, well, I certainly don't want to stifle it, but there's, there's so much with it, and it's so easy just to be like, don't do it. Put your nickel in the fucking jar, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're having that in-depth of a conversation with Katie Bell. Katie Bell hates going to school. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think, I think it'll all be okay. Well, like, with Katie Bell, yes, because she's perfect. Um, Ellis, Ellis is definitely be the kid, right? But I don't want to give Ellis a different talk you, either. But even if you don't have the talk, like, the kid's 
figure it out. I know. They're listening all the time. Mm. They're going to notice where people are saying those words <laughs> and where people are not saying those words. That's They're going to notice what kind of reaction they get. It's all like the, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I mean, essentially you're, uh, to, to simplify it as a, a childless free lady, um, I'm, <laughs> like what you're doing is creating an adult, right? Like that's the whole bringing up, like the, that's the end of it, adult. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like if you were just like creating a kid that would be a kid forever, I think that, that your, your fears would be a lot more founded, right. but in creating an adult, you're saying like, you know, these are going to be things that become more and less complicated to you as you mm. grow up. Those are better words. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> she's a professional yeah, writer. Yeah, she writes. Those are And no, like, so, so you're telling her like, uh, it, it, this is something that you're going to keep unpacking. Right. And for right now, we, we're not going to use them, but you're going to keep learning about them. And eventually when you get to adults, you'll be in a great space. Great spot for him. Yeah, you'll know exactly how to use them. Fuck yeah. When you're a professional writer. Fuck yeah, <laughs> for on television. Uh, you know where to use them on the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, to hurt a, people. To, yeah, so to be hurtful, <laughs> hurtful, hurtful. Um, Do we have time to talk about how was, hard it is to not swear? I was going to ask. I wanted to say we should wrap up on, okay. now that we've been such great parents. Uh, <laughs> I have a policy on it, again, as a, yeah, yeah, a child-free a uh, yeah. bird in the wind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, If I am with a kid, um, I don't I keep myself real under check. Don't swear. Yeah. If I am out in the world and there's a kid around me, I fucking swear. Because I'm like, hey, this, this, is, the world. this is the world. Here, you're gonna live in it. Learn to learn to handle this, and if this sparks a conversation within your family, well, you are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Right. This is so great. This is so great. Okay, so great. again, back to pre-baby biz, and I'm like, fuck yeah, fucking babies, the fucking all the fuck. Um, and uh, and even uh, I had Katie Bell, and like you know, Stephanie, you know, we swears from times around the house. She's a baby. She'll never know. Um, and there are so many people here who listen to the show with their baby, and then suddenly their baby turns like one or two, and is like, turn on the fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> you're doing a fucking great job. Yeah. And we're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, they're sponges. Anyway, um, but we'd be up like uh, at Prospect Park in Brooklyn, and I'd like, have you know, Katie Bell out, and I'd be like, it was the forest. It wasn't a good time for me. I was very unhappy. And, and we'd be out there, and it'd be super quiet and relaxed, and then like two people on the other side of the park would be having some sort of like massive row, and they'd just be like, you didn't get the fucking fuck, and they'd be like fucking, and, they'd shot, and I would just be like, oh, this is hurting me. And it actually had nothing to do with the baby. I would just like for me, it would just suddenly be like, this is like such harsh language. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. This is such harsh language. Um, and it's not like I ever wanted them to stop. I just I suddenly realized I was out in the world, and all these things were happening, and I became so much more aware of them, and. I had like I, it took me a while to like figure out where I was gonna be with that. Like I definitely would never be of the camp of like there's a baby here. I'm gonna need you to stop at woman having a mental breakdown in the park with your swears, <laughs> right? Like, but like you know sometimes you're like at a restaurant and yeah, people are like we were at a restaurant the other day and people are swearing right around us and I'm like, I, all right, I don't know. Like I have a weird feeling about it, but I can't also say it's also not okay. I don't know, Teresa. What do you? I mean, like. 
yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it out in the world. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't think my kids are that, like, I don't think they're that aware. It hasn't, yeah. at least it hasn't, like, yet. But even if they do, it's kind of, like, I actually, I am, I would, like, appre- like, I'd be like, oh, cool, like, we can, like, have a conversation, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, well, not- if you need me, like, okay. <laughs> We'll just come by. But don't. But don't. Let me but know. don't actually be with my no, kids. No, no, no. Just like if you're like having nearby. pizza someplace, <laughs> yeah. Come in and be like, yeah. oh, well, this cocksucker. You know. <laughs> so do you struggle with this, Teresa? Well, so yeah. I mean, I think like you were saying, like we assume dads just swear on their yeah. kids all the time. I think I like people who may know my husband Jesse and may have listened to his show, Jordan Jesse. Go like he's got some language going on, and like <laughs> it kind of always has. And I think I always assumed having kids with him that he would be somebody who was like oh we're not going to censor ourselves in front of our kids but yeah. that's totally not how he is he like from the minute we had kids and like he's changed it's like the music that we have on around the kids he's wow. very careful about what like, swear words around yeah. the kids and um he says that he's good at it because he you know he has a public radio show and for many years his show was live on um KZSC and so it was not he he really had to be careful not to swear and so he's actually really really good at not swearing around the kids and I have a harder time with it yeah and I've been what happened was I've been good for how old is Grace six now she's six she's six six and like she's almost six and a half I've been good for, I had been good for like six years, really, you guys. <laughs> yeah. And then Jesse went away, I think it was when he went to like the London Podcast Festival, so he was gone for a <laughs> long time, and I had the three, and you know, Chris was a little baby. And, and you're all alone with them, there's no one there to check you. It's for real, yeah. though. Like, you're yeah. joking, and for real. I'm like, not joking. Yeah. I'm saying there's and no one there so to check you. There were a couple, there were a couple moments yeah. where I was so frustrated, and so tired, yeah. and so beyond, that I really had a personal temper tantrum in the house um and really the f words just flowed I mean like flowed like they just came out it was like it was like once the gates were open it was so it was just coming out vomiting out out the swears and then what's crazy is that ever since that has happened I have less of a barrier I can't, yeah. it's harder now. Um, I can't, I can't, can't get, get it back, back up. Yeah. yeah, the gates of hell are open, open and the demons are out. Yes. It's going to take five seasons to collect yes. them back. Yes. Right. I watch a lot of Supernatural. Um, it's going to take forever. Dean is never going to get it back. No, you're right. I think there's, I, I, I fully agree. There's something about being alone uh, with the kids that makes it easier. And there is definitely, I'm pretty good like on the day-to-day like stuff. But when I'm in one of those places, like, you know, I've talked about like, uh, you know, Ellis triggers a lot for me. And so uh, when he's having one of his like, uh, major uh, more tantrums, uh, I, and I go to that bad place, uh, that is where I, usually I can get through whatever he's getting through, but then as soon as he's like done and fine, that's where I'm like, I just want one fucking minute by myself. Like mm-hmm. that's where, I usually it's the, it's the conversation to myself uh-huh. uh, where the swears come out, right? It's my mother in the laundry. God damn laundry. Yeah. It's like, it's me. I'm just like, I just, why can't I just have fucking five minutes? I just want to fucking finish this yeah. fucking email. Yeah. Like, I just, why can't I, yeah. uh, God damn, the laundry. Yeah. And like, yeah. And it's, and when you're thinking it, it's so much closer to being yeah, in no, your but mouth. I say it like a mumbly yeah. old, like crazy oh, you, like, woman. And it to I'm like the oh. hag. I'm like this. Yeah. I just want to get the gun. I can't just fucking say it. And like, 
And when Stefan's there, it's clearly for his benefit. Right. Right? Like, it's yeah. clearly some passive-aggressive benefit show. thing. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't just ever fucking, somebody else just fucking answer what they need. Right? And he's just like, I'm right here. And I'm like, all right, not healthy. That's not a healthy thing for me to communicate my needs that way. Yeah, no, I think it is. I think it is harder. And I also want to say, I can sometimes, and this is a shout out, I don't know if you have had this happen, but like, when I am around my kids, I, I can check it, but when I'm around other people's kids and my kids aren't there, it's a lot easier for me to swear in front of those kids. Like, they're not my kids. I'm done. I don't have to. I don't know why that is, but if I'm, like, with a friend and they've got kids, I'm like, yeah, it's fucking hard. And then they give me this look like, whoa, and I'm like, oh, my God, there are children. Yeah. I'm not thinking. You have yeah. such quiet, nice children. Yeah. I'm not. It's like they're not even here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, uh, I only am around kids that aren't mine. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, like, so you're I, saying I, I'm you pretty. Now I'm pretty good at when when I'm as I said, like when I'm with them. Yeah. I, I don't Shut swear. In fact, I'm like constantly giving the like, is that okay? Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. even about like subject matter or whatever. Like, so I went on a date. Is that okay? We're going to do it with this? Okay. Um, so I don't know. They're like, yeah, you're being weird. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, all this is weird to me. So I'm just, tr- I'm just trying to follow the house rules. <laughs> Uh, not upset any tea kettles, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, I don't. I don't want to to not be invited back, right? Or to be forever remembered. Yeah, but you can be. The great thing about uh, playing that role is you could also suddenly be the the great introducer, exactly, yeah. of all things that are cool and forbidden by mom and yeah. dad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, heroin. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, this is this is what the word fuck means, and this is heroin, <laughs> and it goes just like that. Well, I think that was a lovely conversation about swear. Do I do I have to leave because I said heroin? <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, okay. (laughs) All right, everybody, give Eliza Skinner a big round of applause. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bob's Red Mill. Bob's Red Mill believes you shouldn't have to stress about making easy and nutritious meals for your family. What? (laughs) They're dedicated to making it easy to get going in the mornings with their on-the-go oatmeal cups and other healthy breakfast options. Bob's Red Mill is offering our listeners 25% off with the promo code MOTHER if you head to bobsredmill.com. The company has been making high-quality, gluten-free, and stone-ground products for decades, minimally processed in a stone mill in Oregon. Head to bobsredmill.com to get 25% off with promo code MOTHER. That's bobsredmill.com, code MOTHER. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. 
Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. I saw what you did. Oh my god. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius. Teresa. I'm waiting. Okay. Um... It's the little things, guys. So let's just start there. Um, but I think I'm ruined for air travel on any day that isn't Saturday, like right in the middle of the day. I flew with Curtis yesterday, and we were first in line at every possible, like at the t- ticket place, at the security, at like, I mean, it just everything yeah. was just like, it was so incredibly easy. The flight wasn't full. Yeah. We had a whole row to ourselves. Could be you had a baby with you. I know. <laughs> no, no. No, I, no it yeah, really yeah. was really, really nice. So anytime that I have the opportunity to fly on a Saturday in the middle of the day, that is what I will be doing forevermore. Very nice. Yeah. Good job recognizing that. Very nice. Thank you. Good job. Um, I stepped uh, way out of my comfort zone uh, last night. Um, I got asked to do Risk, uh, which is a podcast. It's a storytelling podcast, if you're not familiar with it, um, though I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are. Um, And uh, basically, you have to share a story. Uh, Kevin Allison, the creator and host of it, describes it as the sort of thing you would never just like openly say to somebody. You'd save it for your therapist, and then suddenly you might discover, maybe I shouldn't even say this to my therapist. Um, (laughs) And you you have to like write a story. And like he sent all this information on like what makes a good story and all this stuff. And I haven't really done anything like this in a very long time. Uh, And I certainly, despite the fact that I'm sitting here in front of you, I'm sitting in front of a microphone and I do this setup is like with me every week. Uh, but to like go up in front of a, an audience that I, I don't really know and share a story. And I shared a story about uh, Ellis and uh, the Whole Foods and him screaming that first year. And, you know, the fact that I still am really wrestling with uh, liking being a mom. And uh, it was like the writing process was really difficult because uh, I didn't really have time. And I really didn't think I had anything to share. Uh, uh, and then having to get up and do it was really scary. And here's what was worse: was it was at 10 o'clock at night, and that's way past my uh, bedtime. And uh, and I did it, and I got past it, and it it went okay. And uh, it felt like it was like one of the. It's very rare that I actually have a moment where I'm like, I am really proud of myself for doing that. And I I actually am really proud of myself for doing that. Good so. job, Biz. Now, because it is a live show, we will be doing some of our favorite things, which is live genius and fails, in which once you share your genius, if you were called to share your genius, you will be getting a lovely trophy to take home with you that says you are, in fact, a genius. Uh, So I am going to first ask for, uh, where are you, Aaron Ship? Where are you, Aaron? There are you, right here on the front. Oh, hi. Hi. All right. Uh, And Kara's going to come over with the mic. Um, my wife works a lot of hours, and she's been working a lot of overtime, and our kid is like, I want to go to a party with Mom Melissa. I want to take her to the movies. I want to, and he has these ideas, because he's not getting enough time with her, um, of what we can do with her, and all of them sound really exhausting and like a lot of work, and like the sort of thing that my spouse might not want to do after 12 hours working uh, in construction. And... Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, what if we do have a party 
let's have a pajama party. So we got some helium balloons from the party place and we got some streamers and we put a bunch of crap all over the house and she came home and we like dragged the spare mattress from the guest room into the living room and I was like, okay, we all have to put on our pajamas and we're going to have some pizza and like, let's, let's have a party, a pajama party. And so that was what we did so that he got his like, we're doing a big thing. And my wife got to come home and just like get in pajamas and have some pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So genius. I, mean, I just need to just remind, this reminds yeah. me that it is really easy to throw parties in your house. It is. I mean, like, yeah. th- this is not like the first party-related genius. I love, like, how easy it was just to, like, it's actually a really relaxing party for your partner. Uh, but, like, it's some balloons and some streamers and calling yeah. it a party, yeah. you just had a party in your house. Yeah. And that just killed, yeah. like, an hour. Uh, maybe. We literally keep a bag of yeah. like one, you know, like a, a thousand balloons that yeah. haven't been blown up, just on the top of the fridge, just in case we want to blow up some have balloons a party. one day and yeah. have a party. Nice, done. Oh, very, very good. Thank good you job. so much. Woo, good job. Uh, all right, uh, is Tony here? T O N I. Tony, there she is. She's in the middle. Hi. Um, so I've always liked to play video games, and that's not always easy with small children, but last year uh, Breath of the Wild came out, which is the new Zelda, and my children don't want to play it. They want me to play it, and then they want to watch me. Yes. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Instead of like putting them in front of a movie and collapsing, yeah. we all play video games together, and some days they just want me to like dye my horse's mane purple and go throw bombs at bad guys, yes. and it's remarkable, and I love it, and I love them. Yay! That is so genius. I have to say, uh, we just reintroduced video games into our house when the Nintendo Switch came out, and the reason we have not had them is because there was a slim chance I was going to get really addicted to them. Um, and we brought them back, and we have Zelda. It's my favorite game, and my kids also like it. I'm like, I just want to like mellow out and walk around this first land for a while and like pick up rocks and shit. Yes, the best. I love it. I am so glad that's working for you. Um, all right, and our last genius... Uh, is Michelle F. Michelle F. Where are you? There you are! Thank you. Um, Okay, my apologies because it is bodily fluid related. Um, (laughs) But it's not a poop fail, (laughs) so that's great. No, it's not, yes. Um, My family had the stomach bug. And first kid was not pretty. Um, But the second kid woke up stomach hurts. He hasn't, he has also eight. He hasn't thrown up since he was one. We oh. have stomachs of steel. Um, I, I prepped him and I said, you sit in this chair with the towel under you and here's a garbage can with a garbage bag in it. And I walk That's in the right. other room and I hear it happening and I come in and he's just right over the garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, you know, mama, I need a washcloth. I'm like, here you go. I didn't have to touch anything. <laughs> And, and because we had just gone through it, I had Lysol wipes. I had rubber gloves. <laughs> oh, I was so yes, prepared. Good job. Amazing. Oh, and it is, we were talk- I didn't get it. Yeah, even better. We were talking uh, in the back, and Teresa was like, it's actually really hard to teach your kids yeah. to puke in a specific yeah. place. It like, really is. Yeah, that is a that's really a big dream. challenge. Yeah, Getting it's a dream. your kids to that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dream. Yes. It's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are all fucking amazing, which means it's time to move on to failures. Fail, 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 fail! <laughs> 
You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay. <laughs> so yesterday I was getting ready to take Curtis, 11-month-old Curtis, on this flight to um, Oakland and... Um, I had already packed us and I, I didn't really pack any like toys or anything for the flight. Cause I was like, I'll just give him lunch on the flight. Cause it was like around lunchtime. And I decided I would just make us each PBJs and like, I would <laughs> eat my PBJ and he would eat his, it was just, I was rushing out the door. So yeah, I was like, sure. I'll just make two PBJs. And as I was making them, I had this like thought in my mind, which was like, he's never had jam before because he just eats like peanut butter toast at home. Yeah. And I thought, should I just make mine a normal PBJ and make his just like just peanut butter? But then I then I thought like, oh, well, I mean, jam is only going to make him want it more. So this is more just like making yeah. it more likely that this will last the entire flight that I'm just like feeding him this PBJ like slowly but surely, you know, and it will use up the whole time. And so I just made him like basically what I made myself. And then we went to the airport and we got on the flight and he totally hated that. Like he was like spitting out the jam, like instantly, like, what are you giving me? Like it was raspberry. So I guess maybe it was a little bit tangy or something, but it did not cross my mind that he would not like jam. Right. Yeah. What kid doesn't like fucking so, jam? So yeah. So the whole thing, that Lots was my whole, that was, kid. that was all. And that was all I had. Like that yeah, was what I had. That was it. So I just kept trying. <laughs> How about, how about now? Yeah, exactly. How about that now? That's literally what I was like. Yeah. Now? Hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you suck. You're yeah. doing a horrible I job know. as a mother. I know. Um, guys, mine's really not that deep, uh, but it does speak to how poorly I plan to come to this trip. So uh, two shows, uh, one of them being greatly out of my comfort zone, uh, so I need to feel nice and be ready. Uh, I didn't bring a hairbrush on this trip, and... Uh, my ponytail. Um, didn't bring a hairbrush, uh, and I have a lot of hair now that I didn't usually have, and it just was a very difficult process. And again, not the most challenging of fails, but it's definitely one of those ones that you didn't think about until I was just about to get in the shower an hour before I'm supposed to go do the show and be like, I don't have a hairbrush. Mm -hmm. That fucking sucks. <laughs> I am barely a person anymore. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, luckily... Uh, there are better fails out there than that. Mm -hmm. um, we are going <laughs> to... Good job. Uh, oh, we're going to start with Katie. K-A-T-I-E. It is a... Because there may be more Katie's. There she is. She knows it's her. So I am uh, 25 weeks pregnant with my second. <laughs> and trying all the tricks for getting my three-year-old involved in the process. And so he's supportive. And we talk a lot about his baby brother, all that stuff. And so he has started to tell everyone, including his teachers, that he put the baby in mommy's tummy. <laughs> Uh, super, super <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so I love good. it. Yeah. I love it. It's just like one of those ones where like almost uh, innocent information plus too much information can sometimes just lead to amazing information. Yep. Yeah. It's really, well, you're doing a horrible job of trying to incorporate your child into your other child's yeah. life. Uh, Jessica Stewart. Oh, yeah. Jessica, Jessica Stewart. This is a good one. There she is. Hello. So we recently had a lot of days off with children and no work <laughs> and no care for children. And on January 2nd, it was going to be my day. No work, but my kids were cared for. I was so excited. I had some plans for the day. 
and I show up to the home daycare. We just, there's only like eight kids that go there. Really excited to drop off my, my little one. And the daycare provider opens the door in her bathrobe. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're not open till tomorrow. <gasps> oh. And so my like day by myself that I never get turned very quickly into a solo parenting all by yourself oh. day. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a horrible job. That's the worst. The sound of sadness, sadness that came from you guys. The collective sadness from this guy. Oh. Oh. I mean, I'm sure you did great, yeah. but oh. That is, it is both, it is both a failure and crushingly disappointing. Yes. Yeah. I am, it's just like a salt in the wound yeah. sort of fails. So, yeah. well, you suck. Yep. Uh, all right. We are going to end on, uh, <laughs> on Hannah. <laughs> That's what it says. Hannah. There. Where are you? Where are you? There you are. You're right there. Hi. Oh, I think it says Hannah. Oh, sorry. Hannah. Oh, Hannah. Hannah. Not, oh. not ha ha, Hana. I thought you were being like biz, ha ha. <laughs> well, fail for me yeah. for next. Pren- time. Pronunciation guide. You're making a note of that. I so am, that next I time that Hana comes on, I'm asshole. Is what I'm writing down. <laughs> All right, please go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I have a daughter. She's now three and a half, um, and she's not super fond of riding in the car. So I thought, you know, it would be fun if she could just climb around in there, kind of explore, get herself comfortable. And so, uh, so we do that sometimes. And she likes to mess with buttons, and I normally pay attention to what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes during the day, she turns on the light, and I normally turn it off. Um, one day last summer, I forgot to turn it off. And I came out the next morning, and everything was okay. And I was like, ah, dodged a bullet. Uh, And then the next day, we played in the car again. (laughs) And she turned on the light, and I didn't notice. And I came out in the morning to go somewhere, and the car was dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... I, I knocked on my next door neighbor's house and uh, and she came out in her pajamas and helped me jumpstart the car, yeah. which was really nice. <laughs> and then um, just she's she's since moved away and I'm very sad. <laughs> and like uh, then probably about a month ago, we were playing in the car again, and we went inside the house. Yeah. And the next morning, I came out. The light was on. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> Well, you suck at learning. Look at that. Look at that. A a never learner. It'll take three or four times. Well, you are doing an awful job. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron, which delivers fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week. For eight weeks, ending on February 26th, Blue Apron is teaming up with Whole30 to bring you delicious recipes. 
The menu will feature two whole 30 approved recipes each week, like Mexican-spiced berramundi with avocado, togarashi chicken lettuce cups with avocado, and kale and sweet potato salad. Kickstart your new year with Blue Apron and Whole30. Blue Apron is treating One Bad Mother listeners to their first three meals, a $30 value with your first order. If you visit blueapron.com slash badmother. So check out this week's menu and get $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash badmother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) trade federation, (laughs) politics. Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap, Crackle, Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second Oh, come on. <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce's <laughs> famous song. Will we break the story or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? <laughs> I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? All right. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds What's good that? to me. <laughs> Meeting's over. I do love the great equalizer of the genius and fails. It always makes me feel good me too. as a parent. Oh yeah, and just as a person. Uh, oh, out yeah. in the world. Oh, sure. Yeah, that it's happening to someone else. Yeah. And to me. <laughs> um, what I also enjoy, though, is listening to a mom have a breakdown. And as we tend to do in uh, our live shows, is uh, we like to listen to a mom having a breakdown as a collective group. And really, and this, uh, this is a fresh one. This might actually uh, still be going on right, right now. Uh, so let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Thank you, One Bad Mother. I think I'm having a breakdown. I'm going to keep clawing at the end of my rope to stay afloat. Oh, man, this is hard. I think I'm having a delayed entrance into the deep, dark forest. Oh, so hard. I have six-month-old twins and a three-year-old toddler and an amazing husband who is going away for 12 days starting today. And I broke my toe on Christmas. <laughs> and luckily I do have a lot of family support from my husband's family who lives nearby. But I'm just struggling. Everything seems so hard. <sighs> I can do it. I can do this. It'll all be okay. Okay, the twins aren't sleeping as well as they were. They're on different schedules. They're teething. The toddler just means so much. I need to feed people. I need to work. 
Oh, they need to make it through the next few days. Well, 12 days. Oh, and my foot needs to get better. I can do it. Thank you so much for all that you do and being a safe place to put these emotions and feelings out there. And soon I will stop breastfeeding and be able to go to the doctor and maybe get a little bit more help. Thank you. Okay. You are doing an amazing job. Yeah, you are. Yeah. This is absolutely the forest. You can enter the forest anytime. The forest can actually, you can just be walking along and think you're going to the mall and then suddenly discover you're in the most horrifying forest ever. Yeah, yeah. You can also be going yeah. to the mall and discover you're in the best forest you've ever done. Yeah. Oh, this forest looks great. Yeah. But uh, you can also suddenly find yourself in a really dark forest yeah. and it's a lot. And, and this is actually proof of even the best circumstances. She's got some support. She's got uh, you know, support at home and family nearby. And I think when people see that, uh, they can think that then you don't need anything. Or, or you or then it's not hard. Or that it's not hard. Yeah. And you can put that on yourself, too. Well, everything's really great. I've got you know, like a great partner, and I've got family that helps. And you know, I, you know, I, I had these kids, and I wanted these kids, and like all this stuff, and, and it's all great and, until it's not. And you can really beat yourself up or put yourself in a situation where you feel like you don't have permission for it to be really hard. And that sounds so hard, what you've got going on. Even uh, with one kid who's, uh, who's great and perfect and like does the floors for you or whatever. <laughs> uh, when your partner, if you are used to living in a situation in which there are two of you parenting in the house, uh, if that's the situation you're used to and then that person is gone, that's still new, different, scary, hard, everything uh, can be upended. Uh, and to do it with three uh, kids, two of them are six months old. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. Uh, we need to... This is really... one of those where we need to say, like, sure, it's all universal, yeah. we're all struggling, but then there's some situations that are just objectively way harder than <laughs> what any of the rest of us are That's dealing correct, with. I right. mean, two six-month-old babies and a three-year-old and, three and your partner is away. Yeah, and you broke your toe. Well, you broke your toe. I mean, that... Yeah. It's... Yeah, and the toe... It's almost funny. It's that, so yeah, it sad. It is. It is. Because the toe is the worst, like, icing on yeah. the cake. I don't... I mean, I have broken my toe as a mother, like, yeah. probably four times. Really? Yeah. And it's always like... And, like, there's nothing you can do for the fucking toe. Yeah. You have to just, like, ride it out until well, the toe heals. Unless it's, like, the big toe, right? But, like... But, it, it, but also, I've never broken my toe, but, like, I constantly am hurting myself yeah. and like anytime <laughs> and anytime I'm like injured or yeah. like compromised in some way it's like such a reminder that like I'm not okay yeah. you know like <laughs> like I'm trying to like be like I can do this I've got this I'm right. doing this I'm doing this and then it's like my body going like no nah! <laughs> you're lying yeah. to yourself <laughs> yeah. We're trying to show you you're not okay. We're throwing ourselves against the wall. Um, your toe is fucking broken. Stop. Um, and I also want to say, 
like the last thing she said uh, speaks to me so much that like, if I can just get through this, then maybe I can have some time to get some help. And that's a real place we can find ourselves in. That's like a real place that exists. And uh, I am definitely not a good example of figuring it out. Uh, I'm in that place like all the time. Uh, I'll get some help next. Uh, but now I've made it through. So it's okay. I didn't need right. it. Um, and uh, I think it's, I, I just think it's a real place to be. And uh, it's, it's, um, it's like another part of the forest. And so I hear that and I hear everything else you're going through. And there's, there's really not much to, to say except you're doing such a remarkable job. Yes. Uh, and you're going to get through this. And, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just think that's it. And, and not only do Teresa and I think you're doing a remarkable job, uh, but all the people here think you're doing a remarkable job. Uh, so uh, listen to this. You're... <laughs> You have totally got this. Teresa? Yes. What did we learn today? We learned a lot of new swears. Did we learn any new swears? That's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Send us your swears to one bad mother. Um, Please don't. 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 I know. That'll be one of those ones where I'm reading it and Katie Bell will be over my shoulder and be like, what is that word? And I'm like, I don't even know yet. Um... You know what we learned? We learned, I, actually, what I learned was from Eliza Skinner, which I thought was so nice, uh, was just that, like, uh, this whole idea of, you know, our kids are going to be introduced to things like swearing and, and lots of other adult things. And that it's, I know that I can, like, get into a position where I've got to fix it, get ahead of it, do it all right now. And I'm sure that explaining everything to an eight-year-old will take care of it for life. Yep. <laughs> Done. Band-aid on. Problem solved. And it's not true that it is this, like, thing that they'll be working on until they become an adult. And then for lots of us, <laughs> even then. Mm-hmm. And that this is just the first step in that process. And that it's okay to have a step and still have limitations with that step. Uh, I really liked that. I, that really was something I had not uh, thought about with this. Uh, so I learned that. Uh, did we learn anything else besides swearing is very cathartic and it's weird when two-year-olds do it? That's enough for me. Yeah. Um, guys, this is... Uh, it's always nice to be out here with you guys uh, because we can say this directly to you. You're all doing... A fucking amazing job. Yeah. This is remarkably difficult. And I know that, like, we say that, like, every week. And I wish I had a different message. (laughs) 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 But, like, even on, like, the really great days that, like, where everything goes right, it's still a lot of work, you know? It's still a lot of everything. And and I I think about, like... uh, we were kind of talking about this before the show, just like, oh, suddenly traveling and how different it is uh, after you have kids. And, like, for me, like, fears that I, n- I never used to have that I suddenly have and, like, and how much that surprises me. And, like, so that's what I mean. But, like, even by the good days, there's still all these things that aren't what they were or have evolved or are different or we thought it was going to be one way and it's not. And all of that we're dealing with while at the same time uh, trying to make... a kids that can function in the world. 
somehow, right? Like uh, they learn how to use their swears at the right time in the right place. And it's, you know, there's work and there's just fucking being tired and just wanting to play Legend of Zelda and just, like all of it. And uh, it's, it's a lot. And you guys are doing an amazing fucking job. So yeah, I, you are. Yeah. Um, we want to thank our lovely guest, Eliza Skinner, for joining us. Woo! We want to thank everyone at San Francisco Sketchfest, our producer, Kara Hart, and uh, Maximum Fun, and of course you, Teresa. Yes. You are doing a really good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.